you know, technical difficulties happen. My nigga, they happen to the best of us, but um, we back. We back, though. Hold up. Let me get right. Alright, so yo, I believe we did leave off with uh Lonnie talking about how he would devour the the um the cheeseburger John, right? Right, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fuck it, fuck it. We could we could skip that. Y'all y'all niggas y'all niggas uh Broke that down. Talk about how much y'all like that burger. Now, uh, <laughs> Link, can you do me a favor, bro? Can you please introduce uh the the New York principal, Daniel? Please, can you tell us what he did, please? Giving out another nasty award. Yeah, so here we go. We got the New York principal, Daniel Erickson, using Snapchat to try to lure a 16-year-old to meet him in a remote location for sex. And he brought with him condoms, chicken nuggets, Grimace milkshake, the party pack, straight from McDonald's. (laughs) Why do you got to say it like that? All right, so yeah, I want. Yeah, he is insane. He's insane. He's insane. But I want to ask y'all in general: Do y'all feel like this is why it's a good idea to keep kids off social media apps to keep them from just doing shit like this? I guess uh, getting putting themselves in dangerous situations like this. Well, I mean, we can't blame the children for being on social media apps. I feel like it starts with more of the adults being on social media apps, such as Snapchat and shit like that, like. Fuck is wrong with you? You the principal of a middle school? You on Snapchat? Are you lurking on the snap web? Are you nasty as fuck? Well, Get them out of here. Well, I guess parents monitoring t- monitoring more of their child's social media. Brother, did you want to say something? Speak to this. Yeah, I was going to speak on the parents need to monitor their social media. Um, you know what I mean? Kind of stay on their kids. Figure, watch what they doing. You know what I mean? Some kids be having too much space. Like, how you even about to meet this nigga? Like, I'm taking you? Like, how, like, you know what I mean? Because that's how I, my daughter stuck to my head. You feel me? So if you is about to go be the nigga, I'm probably about to be driving you there and walking in with you. You feel me? So we about well, to... Well, you know, they, they was in New York, though. Like, you know, teenagers can get around to the subway stuff. Like oh, nah, but my daughter ain't about to be on the subway. You feel me? Like, that's just the type of situation this is. You know what I mean? We about to move together. And if she is, they're going to be in a group. They don't link up, meet up with nobody like that. Nah, we ain't doing that. But, um... But that's those those this, this man this principal. That's for you. These are the type of people for your boy Lonnie, the booty warrior nigga. You know how you were saying you hate him and all that shit. He's <laughs> made for him. You feel me? So that's the type of shit that I feel like need to happen to that nigga. But 
gonna Warrior. 
Um, I think they should line all these niggas up behind the booty warrior, and they should just get shot in the head with one bullet going through, like, mad at these niggas. Yeah. No, for real. I mean, you know, like, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's good to see these groups, you know, working to capture these individuals because, you know, like, you got to understand, like, it's the way that th- these people work to capture these dudes. It's not just a, a one-time thing. This is a build-up. So, you know, it's conversations right. and pictures right. and all types of shit being exchanged. And then, you know, it's like the, the person, they come to this little discreet location, and they think, and they about to go and meet the person, and they run into this random-ass nigga that got a camera around his uh, neck and, and to say something to which, a point that you made, Lonnie. So they got to be careful at the same time because, you know, this this is why, like, I, if I was to do this work, I couldn't be, like, up front and in person because I'm going to beat the dog shit out of a motherfucker. I'm sorry. I can't, I, I'm a right hand of God, and I would talk to, I would talk and pray and tell him about what I did and how I found it pleasurable. Like, you know, so I would have to work from the, you know, other side of that. But, um, yeah, you know, the reason why they have the camera and everything around, you know, their, their neck is to protect them through law, you know what I'm saying? Because if they assault, you know, this individual, even though, yes, they're a pedophile and they should have their ass beat, you know, that's still assault, you know what I'm saying? So they could be, you know, penalized and persecuted for that in the court of law. So how they go about it is, okay, well, I'm going to confront this person and I'm going to have a camera around my neck to protect myself and to protect this person so they won't try and say that, you know, I came at them or I tried to assault them or, you know, falsely, falsely accuse them or whatever. That's what that's for. And then they got the clipboard and then they also got, you know, all documentations like text messages and everything that's on paper. You know, and um, it was like, this man, it was this man that was in like a 35-year marriage, bro, um, trying to meet up with this 14-year-old boy, 30, married for 35 years, trying to meet up with a 14-year-old boy, he got confronted by the, um, by the worker, and, um, you know, he just spoke on, you know, certain things in the text, me- in the text message, and I will not be going into detail, but, you know, it was just, it was just some foul things that he said he wanted to do to him, and, you know, that the worker had, you know, had said, like, you know, that this boy hasn't even experienced having, you know, a sexual experience at all, you know what I'm saying, and, it's motherfuckers like that that create these crazy, deranged, confused individuals that grow up and it's like they don't know what they like. You know what I'm saying? And because of this traumatic experience, now they're on that side of the brain, you know, so then from trauma comes pleasure. It's just like the thin line being between love and hate. You know what I'm saying? It's something that you, you it's an experience that you once hated, but now it's something that you find pleasure in, you know, and, and that's where that comes from. You know what I'm saying? So it was just good to see, you know, uh, them, you know, work and, and capture this dude. And, bro, the breaker, how about he had this motherfucker call his wife? Had the motherfucker oh, yeah. call his wife, oh, yeah. put the shit on speakerphone. Bro, first of all, like I said, the act and what that person was trying to do or attempting to do is already punishable by a nice, healthy ass whooping, right? But the reaction that this man's wife had after finding out that her husband of 35 years that he, she has a daughter with was trying to meet up with the 14-year-old. Bro, she was hyperventilating on the other side of the phone. Like, the hurt, the pain, and agony was an understatement, bro, to hear how hurt and demoralized this woman was. Bro, I'd have beat the shit out that motherfucker, man. I'd have beat the shit out the motherfucker. I'm going to just leave it at that. 
All right, I ain't mad at it, man. I agree with all y'all niggas, man. I think we uh pretty much all know the consensus on that one that he did wrong for that. All right, so moving on to some sports, right? The NFL has selected the New York Jets to host uh, Hard Knocks. Now, I know y'all niggas probably familiar with this, grew up on this. Lonnie, you're a big Dallas Cowboys fan. I remember, I know you could recall the... Stop, stop, stop. Stop, I am not a Cowboys fan for the record. Cowboys fans are the All right, well, let me ask you. Are you... That's even fucking worse. Hold on, let me ask you, Lane. So, are you... Are you looking forward? Are you looking forward to watching this though? Are you looking forward to watching the Jets? Yeah, I mean it's interesting. They got a few personalities on that team. Uh, they got the rookie Sauce Gardner. He's doing his thing, man. He's shining out here. They got um, you know Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, that's going to be the main attraction for this season. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, I'm always a fan of the hard mouth stuff. They they do really good work. Um, you know, I, I do want to see the Jets get a few more pieces around uh, Aaron Rodgers. Maybe another, uh, you know, number two receiver, little slot man. Uh, and hopefully some, maybe somebody, you know, at the number one. Maybe they uh, they could talk to someone like DeAndre Hopkins. So, it's an interesting season, and I'm definitely going to watch it. Yo, brother, did you want to say something? Yes. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, right, I was listening to a podcast today while I was working, and he was on it. And they had approached the Packers about doing uh, hard knocks. And he said, absolutely not. I will never do that. He just said that today. It's so ironic that he's about to do this now. Yeah. Are you excited for it? He's doing hard knocks with the Jets. You want me to tell you? I mean, I ain't necessarily excited for it. You know, I don't be really giving a fuck. I watch the games and shit, but I ain't tripping on who get cut, who might not. I see y'all niggas when y'all make it. Score a touchdown or some shit. I ain't tripping on the rest of the story. But, um, yeah, I just find it ironic. You know, that's my guy. I'm a Packers for life. I'm a team guy. I ain't a player guy. So, I'm a Bulls fan. I'm a Packers fan for life. So, that's that. But, you know, it'll be nice, I guess. If I catch it, I catch it. I ain't going to go looking for it. All right, so Lonnie, cuz, let me ask y'all. If y'all was to choose one team that y'all would, because we're not Jets fans. If y'all was to choose a team to watch besides your own team, who would you like? To, who would y'all like to see do a hard knocks? Mm, wow, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I would like to see Tua, like how he's getting through, you know, all those injuries that he was holding last season. Um, I'd like to see how he's holding up. Tyreek Hill, you know, he's, he's always a good personality. Um, who, who else they got over there? Jalen Waddle. Uh, they got Waddle over there, you know. It, it's definitely an interesting dynamic. They got my boy Mike White over there. Oh, yeah, Mike White. Salute to the bull. Yo, salute to the bull. Damn, he should be on the, uh, the Jets Hard Knocks, man. That's crazy, yo. He was just over there. But, um, you know, yeah, I think it's an interesting dynamic. I think everything was better in Miami. You know, everything was better, you know, in the sun by the beach. Um, so I, I think that would be a pretty cool team to follow. Word, what you mm-hmm. thinking, Cuz? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stuck between Philly and I want to say, because, yo, that was a fire pick with Lonnie, with the Miami. That's a fire-ass pick with Miami. Uh... Mm. Yeah, it's 
between like Philly and I want to say I don't know some some about some about Debo Samuels man like it's, that motherfucker goofy as hell. So I guess yeah I guess it, I would have to say San Fran. Uh, you know, it's so it's so many teams, but you know, it it'll never ever be a better hard knocks fucking series than when they covered the Cincinnati Bengals when them niggas still had Chad Ochocinco, T.J. Zada. um, and I think this was like right before them niggas had got like T.O. and shit around that. T- yo. When I tell you Chad owned that whole fucking hard knock, but that shit was a pleasure to watch all because of that nigga. Like, we seen, we was able to see this nigga go to McDonald's before all workouts and still cook niggas. <laughs> like, yo, that shit was fucking amazing. No hard knocks will ever be better than that, but yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree, cuz. on that cuz did you have anything else you wanted to say about that Fucking line. Nah, you spitting, cuz. You spitting. Alright. So, uh, staying in um, sports, we got Hall of Famer Richard Sherman. Now, he's, a, he's another candidate to be up there with Skip Bayless on his new show, Undisputed. Now, this nigga Skip uh, had a couple niggas talk about they're gonna come up there, be the new host. I'm going to tune in if Wayne go and do it. But I want to ask y'all, besides Richard Sherman, or if y'all want to comment on Richard Sherman, who would y'all like to see Skip up there with? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to comment on Richard Sherman real fast. Um, I think that'd be an excellent. Uh, Richard Sherman, he's a really smart, articulate dude. Um, went to Stanford for, you know, the couple years that he was in college for. And I think that'd be a really smart pick. Um, now, if I had to pick somebody out the blue, like somebody that's going to be a good contrast for Skip, you know, that's going to say intelligent answers, um, you know, even maybe funny at times. I want to go for um, somebody like Chad Ochocinco or Brandon Marshall, bro. 
Like, I want to go for somebody that's already been talking, you know, with podcasts and different interviews and stuff like that. And I think both of those guys, they have, um, you know, good minds for just good television and good entertainment. Let us get Barshawn Lynch for a day. Get out my head, guy. Get out my head. <laughs> yeah, yo, I'm telling you, cause that motherfucking Marshawn Lynch, bruh, automatic gut busting funny ass. You feel me? Like telecast, man. I'm, I mean. Pause me, cuz? <laughs> That's crazy, son. Yeah, like, um, yeah, Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch, um, you know, Chad is always an easy go-to. You know, we, we, we would need somebody that has, like, that natural... Let me ask... Uh, let me ask you something. Would y'all prefer, actually, just the rotation of niggas up there with Skip? Shaq already signed somewhere though. Shaq already doing know, business somewhere. I know, but yo, you know, Shaq goofy as hell. That month, yo, bro, I can't, I can't take this nigga serious, brother. What's up? What's up, brother? Do y'all think that he can sit opposite another white man and still have the same views and success that he's had over the past couple years? Yeah, depending on the white man. Bet, did y'all want to add anything on to that before we move on? Well, yeah, um, the fact that, you know, 
opposite of Skip's. And I could just see Skip and fucking Mike going at it and bumping heads. And then, like, you know, Michael Rampo probably, like, roasting him and shit. You know, laughing that shit the fuck off. It'll be hilarious, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, the sports, the sports coverage and the points that, that would be made would be fucking fire. I know that for sure. Yeah, Max Kellerman, he was just... Max Kellerman makes me want to fucking slap box him with some of the shit he says, especially when it comes to, like, fire. He, he really does his job well, man. He knows how to say some bullshit. All right, we're moving on. So we got now a new rule in the NBA. Flopping in the NBA will now result in one technical free throw. Who will this affect most? Troy, let me hear from you, brother. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Who will it affect most? I'm not sure because they already switched it up and we see James Harden scoring dropped because he was getting all them points from the foul line. So I think flopping should be penalized because people like to say Steph ruined the game for shooting threes. Nah, niggas ruined the game for flopping. You out here running around trying to flop and make sure the refs see you instead of getting back on defense or instead of making a strong move to the basket, you were anticipating the refs with play basketball. So yeah, they should get penalized for that. I'm happy. That's going to take it back. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with Troy's point. Um, for the player that I think is going to get penalized uh, with this the most, I think it's going to be a big... Um, I, I'm going to go with Joel Embiid, man. Like, Joel Embiid, he, he's gotten a few foul calls that are just really all the way ridiculous. But, you know, I kind of understand why he does it. Because I feel like, you know, people like him, like him, LeBron, you know, uh, other big players in the league, they take a lot of content that they fight through. And, you know... That, uh, that type of contact would be a foul on a smaller person. So then they tend to flop and like throw their arms up and you know try to exaggerate you know what what really happened. But um, no, I, I think it is good for the NBA. I think it's good for the league. But I think it's also gonna put a magnifying glass on these referees because I think they're gonna be a lot more challenge calls. Um, you know as to whether or not somebody was flopping. And I think, you know, the games are going to go a little bit longer, and I think that's something that the NBA wants for sure. Man, I agree with both uh, Cuz and Lonnie. Um, I'm happy. Uh, I do think players... um, Because I feel like James Harden chilled out a lot. You know, I mean, I ain't going to lie, though. His his flopping stunts was kind of, like really up there because he would make that shit look like like damn bro why the fuck this nigga elbow he's like damn he didn't even touch James but Marcus Smart man that little lucky charm grizzly motherfucker he gonna, he gonna have to watch out man because you know he a hustle he a hustle type of dude he's a defensive dude and you know he's always you know anticipating the uh, offensive players you know step before they actually make the step so, you know, when you try to, you know, jump and cut a player off and then, you know, they cut the other way, nigga, don't try to throw your head back and act like you should, they shoulder and hit you on the chin and all that shit and you got your hair dyed all these crazy-ass colors so the referee can see your hair and all that, like, nah, nigga. So he's definitely going to be uh, in, for, in for some shit. The nigga uh, Dylan Brooks, who... Man, that nigga popped they ass for a bag, bro. You got to give him his credit where it's due. 
he gonna be in for it too, cause he another one that like to flop. It's another nigga that's on the Hawks that um that be flopping low key. A lot of these niggas be, you know, these young niggas that came into the league, they like acting and all that shit. Yeah, they gonna be in for it. They gonna be in for it. Yeah, and James Harden will have to chill too, cuz. Alright, bet. So, Link, can you please tell me who Lotto is doing a song with, dropping a song with tomorrow, bro? I know you're very familiar with the with the uh, K-pop world and the anime world. Um, please, let me know. So let me ask you, we see a lot of people tapped in with a lot of different cultures. We see Uzi doing the rock shit. We see niggas like Jersey and a bunch of other rappers, man, tapped in with reggaeton. So do you think it would be wise for more artists to start tapping into the K-pop world, the Asian music, I guess? Yo, I can't hear you, Lane. Yo, niggas cannot, niggas cannot hear you. You can't hear me for real? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right, cuz, go ahead. Lonnie, bro, you got to leave. Come back, bro. I just hope this kind of like brings back 
um, the value of music, and, and, and I hope it takes away the just the low vibrational, dark energy bullshit that's in music today. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need we need something to erase the drill at this point because it's just it's, it's too repetitive at this point. And you know, I never thought in this day and age and life in my lifetime, you know, where I would be like, yeah, man. If I listen to rap, I'm probably gonna listen to some old shit. You know what I'm saying? Some shit that came out when Wayne was Wayne. You know what I mean? And we really had like legends still alive in the game. You know, so uh, yeah, I think I just think it's cool, bro. I think it's cool, cause and um, let's uh, let's just see where it goes, man. I, I really I really wish them the best. I hope it takes a turn, a great one, brother. Let me ask you: Are you listening to some K-pop? How you feeling about Lotto? She do what she gotta do, and she spit. I think Lotto spit. Cause she come, she spit it. Like, she come from a TV show. Like, you know the motherfuckers that come from the TV shows be real talented. Like, she won it. You feel me? So, she, 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 I think she spit. So, Lonnie, I'm coming right back to you because I know that Lori Harvey is actually one of your favorites. She's one of your favorites. She Man, is. Why do you keep doing this? <laughs> 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 Ew. You might as well love the young. Chill, 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 chill. So. Alright. Hold on. Let me introduce this real quick. 
No, no, Lonnie, not wrong. No, Lonnie, not wrong. Lonnie, not wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, Lori Harvey's now dating Quavo. Listen, I stay out of women's business. I just want to ask y'all what y'all think. We can move on. I stay out of women's business. But I'm just asking y'all. I, Lonnie, I know yeah. Lori Harvey is I one of your favorites. Women's business, so I'm just asking you too. <laughs> <laughs> I say live your life, shorty. Live claim like five of them. Where were you looking for that at? I was looking for, I wasn't looking for that. Like, where, where do you see that at? Cuz, 
when she was with when she was with the So I got one last thing I want to I want to close this shit on with, with, right? This is something I don't know if this considered staying out of women's business as well, but I want to ask y'all how y'all feel about this. So bitches dating niggas that only wear sneakers. Now, uh, how can I how can I break this down? Right? So niggas that only wear sneakers is is that a problem only uh only wearing sneakers uh lonnie i want to go to you first because i don't know if you wear sneakers um yeah i have i have one pair of jordans uh they jordan 11s um and i use them for like anytime i'm doing something active so like <laughs> uh sprinting uh, Okay, so you're not, you're not, so you wouldn't say you're in a box. Uh, Troy, I want to come to you. I want to go right to you. Let me ask you, do you own a pair of boots? Yes, 
yes, I do. I got two pair of Chelsea boots. I get fly, oh, bro. Okay, like, okay. super fly, dog. Like, for real. Yeah, I just have to say for temperature. You good? <laughs> so, cuz, how you feeling, man? About, I guess, uh, women only dating guys that were only sneakers. Man, that shit, it's just like, it's like a fucking agenda, man. A fucking, like, take away from being classy and having etiquette. And I fucking hate it with an everlasting passion. Because now that's a shot at the at the homies that, you know, may not own a pair of Nikes or Jays, but they may have some, you know, dress shoes. You know what I'm saying? A couple pairs of Stacey Adams or, you know, you know, all, all types of, you know... Okay, I'm Stacey's. Some dressy, some dressy formal type shit or some casual type shit. Now me, you already know because I have a passion for sneakers, but I always got to have me a pair of penny loafers. I don't Get off y'all chest, man. How y'all feeling? Nah. Alright. Um, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Another another amazing episode. Once again, I apologize for the technical difficulties, fellas. But uh, man, y'all did amazing as as usual, man. Y'all y'all niggas killed it, man. What else can I say, man? Uh. I appreciate y'all fucking with me, man. Once again, it's the motherfucking Bobcast, man. I'm really like that, man. Niggas need to stop fucking with me. Stop playing with me, man. I'm really like that. <laughs> we out, man.